Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm I'm, Natasha Legero. And I'm her husband. And um, Mr. Legero. Well, forgive, forgive us. If we're a little out of it today, we're still jet lagged. Uh, we just got off of a really grueling flight where we were in business class and um, my seat didn't recline uh, with a motor. Well, we were doing a job there so that someone bought us business class. One of the great things about the Screen Actors Guild is that anytime you do a job in another country, automatic, de facto, you get a business class ticket. And I got to tell you, I was appalled to have a seat that didn't motorize recline into a bed in order to get into my bed and i know that the people listening to this are going to feel bad for me i had to actually have a flight attendant come over and manually push it and she asked me to push it for her and she was really hot i kept like looking over at Moshe in his uh, in his pod like all the way across the other row and he this like really hot flight attendant just kept kneeling down and like moving <laughs> like it looked like it really looked like almost graphic it? well I didn't realize she was pumping something because you were sitting she, down she was pumping and something. she was like moving up and down on her knees well and listen. laughing and talking to you the whole time and calling you sweetie and like what well, was she calling you um lovey love well she was a <laughs> scouse lady from Liverpool and to be honest um we did have a connection uh, she was all those flight attendants were very attractive. They they and I really did get along very well. Well, I think that uh you guys had a great connection, you and that lady. That's true. And we she was my lovey. We got through it and uh we're back. We're baby. back, we're back, baby. So yeah, we were in London and Paris 
the real basic bitch tour of Europe. I, I almost feel self-conscious when people tell me. I know you get so angry. You're like, I don't want to go to Paris again. Like to me, Paris is like, anytime you have an opportunity to go to somewhere that's that beautiful, you just should go. I mean, Paris is great. London is great, but I feel like I should be going to Kuala Lumpur. But they don't have a lot of British. That sounds fun with a toddler. They don't have a lot of British panel shows in Kuala Lumpur. So shout out to the people at the Great American Joke Off for making our vacation work vacation possible. It was lovely to be there and to sample the cuisines of such varied places as England and France. Some of the best food. I mean, England, London had a bunch of really great restaurants. They have amazing Indian food. And then Paris has the best food ever. No, nope, What's I your problem? I'm not knocking Paris. It's a nice little town. But bring me back to the aesthetic beauty of Los Angeles, California. That's all I'm saying. I'm glad to be back. I didn't see a strip mall for weeks. And I'm back. I'm back in this the greatest nation on earth. We'll give you a full rundown of our trip uh, on the next week's episode. But we're so jet lagged that uh, we're just going to get straight right all up into it uh, with some secrets. Hey, Moshe. Hey, Natasha. Um, uh, I have a secret that's related to the secret dump episode where uh, you talked about a friend of Natasha's that was touching you, Moshe, like on your leg inappropriately. Um, this is sort of a work-based secret where um, I have a man at my office who uh, is constantly in meetings reaching down and like squeezing my leg when there's something, no, I don't know, outrageous happening. Um, or when I greet him, uh, will grab me by both shoulders and start massaging me in a very like, Hey brother kind of way. And, um, the reason I can't tell anybody, um, at work about this or report it is because he is, the HR manager and no. um, I don't know where to go um, in this case. So um, if you have any thoughts about how I should report this uh, when it's the HR person that is making the violation, uh, that would be really great. Thank you so much. Love you both. Bye. I love a handsy HR rep. <laughs> there is no better way to hide in plain sight your sexual perversity than to become an HR rep. Like, you know how Catholic, the Catholic priests, like sometimes Catholic priests, they go into the uh, priesthood because they know it aids and abets predators, you know? HR, or, like they're like, no one can ever tell on me. Exactly. That This person probably chose the job because he likes to, he likes, I also both of the things, he's also gaslighting you because both of the uh, harassments that you described were like, when you when he was setting them up, I was like, oh, hell no. And then it, when he went into the actualization of the touch, you're like, mm, that's murky. These people, they do it, you know, they do it so that you can't quite complain. My suggestion would be to send an anonymous complaint to him complaining about a guy in the office that's doing that behavior without assigning. No. What would you do? guy squeezes he can say oh would you mind not touching me sorry i just have a thing about or i prefer you not touch me would uh, you mind not touch i know i know that's a little confrontational but I it's difficult also like maybe you could not be so uptight you know i mean that's <laughs> that's free body work that's I, you know 
It's kind of, I, I love that description of a massage as, hey, brother, because I know exactly what he's talking about. It's like a, a, it's a too rough man massage where it's designed to show slight dominance and a little bit of Reiki. I will say I noticed on the plane, because we were on a really long flight, and just I've been noticing it since I saw that person touch your leg. Yeah. You know, like three times on first meeting you when, you know, like when, when talking to you, I think that I touch people's, um, I think I said this before, but I keep noticing myself like touching people's backs and like, so I do touch like an upper body area. I do a thing when which I, which maybe I shouldn't. I do a thing when I meet a woman, I'll touch the small of her back in a very gentle way and I'll kind of tickle it. And I'll say, it was a, it was a pleasure to meet you, but I emphasis the, uh, on the, on the pleasure I go. Uh, so, so you're like, hi, I'm Diane. I go, hi, Diane. And then I grab you by the small of the back and I go, it's a pleasure to meet you. Is that weird? No, but you know what? I just realized the people who I touch, I usually, if I touch their back, they're probably like attractive to me. Oh, this is a reveal that I was not anticipating. I mean, like, I don't think I would like sweetly touch sweetly touch or i don't know just like you know like people were kind of in my way like in the flight and i just remember like touching people maybe you should then... sweetly touch two men's shoulders and see if they can pound you in the bathroom of the business class section of the british airways flight <laughs> sounds to me like you've got a little bit of a fantasy going on too lady there were a lot of hot guys on the plane but i think they i don't know i think they were in like a soccer team were you like something. getting horny on the flight <laughs> no but as i was like touching them and like move, I, as I you was were like, touching them no I was like moving them out of the way but then I was like starting to realize I, I just was thinking about like what's appropriate touch of other people I don't know what like, a reveal this deep, I don't like people touching me what a right reveal now. this deep in the podcast that this whole time Natasha's actually the <laughs> horny insatiable one and I've just been joking around about this threesome I mean have I been joking let's move on shall we okay let's hear another one here we go Hey, Moshe. Hey, Natasha. Uh, I got a little something I need to get off my chest. It actually involves you guys. Um, I just want to say thank you, Natasha, um, because I started watching uh, Endless Honeymoon on YouTube, making sure that my husband was in earshot, um, especially when Natasha would talk about how she just wanted Moshe to bring her coffee in bed. Um, that is something I also have always wanted. So I start to kind of bring it up in conversations like, ha, 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 isn't that so cute and funny? That's all she wants from her husband at just trying to like give my husband the hint. Well, guess what? It worked because every weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday morning, I wake up to uh coffee that my husband brings to me in bed which is wonderful uh and i do feel a little bad for kind of like manipulating him a bit but i mean it's harmless yeah uh so moshe you better get on it bring natasha some coffee in bed it's amazing and i love him so much more for that uh yeah it's great and i hope it never ends love you guys love the pod that almost made me cry at the end when she said how how great it how much it made her love him more weekends maybe maybe the men should be doting on the women on the weekends oh, because that just just i'm saying it's not just coffee in bed it's that you don't have to deal with everything you know i gotta say when she said moshi you better get on that i was thinking you know what i better get on that because i can't have this cuck husband of hers 
outshining me on a lesson he learned from my podcast. So <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I got to get on that. I'll bring you some coffee in bed, although not on Friday. Why? Uh, because that's Father's Day. No, honey. Uh, Father's Day is on Sunday. Sunday. Famously. Okay, Sunday. Because even though I made an impassioned plea for Mother's Day to be a day where the mother actually mothers, you disagreed with me so hard, I think it's time for me to get treated like a king. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and uh, I want to have a Father's Day celebration and celebrate you as the father because you're a great father. You know, thank you, honey. But I don't need accolades for what I do. It's my duty. And I, I do it out of a sheer love for the content that it provides me on the Internet. Well, you're a great father. Thank you. You really uh, have created a nice sense of home for our child. Oh, that's so nice of you to say. You're very good at discipline. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, well, sometimes like a lot think... of spanking, a lot of hardcore spanking. <laughs> you have a little too much 50s dad in you, but it's OK. I can live with it. You know, I was trying to explain spanking to our child the other day. Because we just don't do it anymore. I'm not saying nobody does. I'm sure some of our no, listeners do. No, we don't do. do it anymore, like, as a culture, because we've never spanked her. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to explain to her how spanking worked and and how it went out of favor. And she was so intrigued by it. It's almost like It almost felt like she wanted to be spanked. She was like, tell me more, father, of the days of corporal punishment. Um, speaking of punishment, let's punish our listeners with one more secret. Hello, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, I almost said my name, but I'm not going to. Anyway, this is a secret. I'm a bisexual guy. I'm in my 50s, early 50s, early 50s. Anyway, I'm a bisexual guy. Had a girlfriend a little while back. I'm listening to your pod, uh, to your most recent podcast, and uh, the, the woman's on talking about the group sex thing. Which, okay, so I had this girlfriend, and uh, she and I both wanted to suck the same cock. And, like, that was one of our fantasies. So we ended up hooking up with this guy that we met online, and then uh, on Grindr. And then, at the end of the evening, I asked him about his tattoo on his back. And it turns out he's a fucking white supremacist. I sucked fucking white supremacist cock with a girlfriend of mine. And I mean, it was okay, but at the end of the day, it kind of makes me feel gross. Um, anyway, fuck racism, and I uh, love you both. Your podcast is the best. Okay, bye. The question is, did he? Did you swallow his cum? Because if you that's did, the question. Yeah, because then he's got it. He's got it flowing through his veins, or you know. Do you think that the stomach and the and the uh, blood circulation system? Yes, I said this before that like you would want to like swallow Picasso's cum or something. Oh, to become a better painter. <laughs> Interesting. I don't believe this caller that he only noticed the tattoo after the sex session I was do. over. He's like, and then, and then at the very end, after it was too late for my horniness to be assuaged, I did ask him, hey, what does the uh, crooked cross on your back symbolize? Um, here, this brings me to a question, Natasha and listeners, I'm very curious. Um, who do you think would be better in bed as statistically? OK, statistically. 
who do you think would be better in bed? Hardcore right-wing people. Not, and I'm not talking Mitch McConnell's. I'm talking, you know, the new, the new, the new hardcore. I'm talking your proud boys and girls, okay? Or hardcore leftists. Who's better in at sex? Who would you, if you had a hundred of them on either side, who do you think you'd find the most freaks in? Where would you, where would you find the best sex? Would, you'd find the best sex in liberal circles, but you'd find the most, the biggest freaks, like the horrifying people on the right. That is based, I, what? <laughs> I gotta say, I bet you white supremacists are good in bed. You know, they're like, fuck the world. And fuck me too. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't. And I say this with no experience. But a little square still. I, I say this with no experience because the, here's a fact you might not know. White supremacists generally don't make love to Jewish men. So I have never had sex with a neo-Nazi that I know of. Or maybe they've never had sex with a Jew that they know of. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is a funny idea to think about a bisexual Nazi. It's like... You know, like what's his what's his inner monologue like? He probably just doesn't like Jewish people. You think he keeps his bigotry only to the races, but yeah. not to sexuality? Oh, that's a funny idea. He's like, well, yeah, I'm against uh, uh, miscegenation and uh, diversity, but when it comes to the LGBTQ community, I'm all for progressive civil rights. Um, well, listen. Speaking of progressive civil rights, Moshe. Yeah. Um, Let's progress. Coffee in bed on the weekends. Don't forget. Okay, that does sound like a big win for progressive civil rights. And I'm about to progress my ass back to bed because I'm jet lagged. And Natasha, yeah, I'll bring you coffee in bed. You will? I will. You know why? Why? Because I love you. I love you too.